I pulled my arm away, finally, and headed to the door. He started following me and telling me that he could introduce me to Bob Weinstein and that I could get a three-picture deal and that he would greenlight my script. But I had to watch him masturbate. Whoa. Okay. Wow. So that that is just a... Because that other tape we heard, you know, that's more just, we all know what's going on here. You want a decent career, you'll watch me take a shower. You're not going to if you don't. I didn't know he just spelled it out. I'll get you a three-picture deal if you watch me masturbate. Right. Talking about Harvey Weinstein, of course, the great hero of Hollywood. Ah, yes. The liberal lion, the protector of women's rights, the generous donor to Democrat politicians. I don't know some this. of whom knew what a pig he was. Some of whom, I would guess, did not. His brother out with a statement. My brother Harvey is obviously a very sick man. I've urged him to seek immediate professional help because he is in dire need of it. His remorse and, and uh, apologies to the victims of his abuse are hollow. From his own brother. He said he would go away for help and is yet to do so. He has proven himself to be a world-class liar. And now, rather than seeking help, he is looking to blame others. His assertion that Bob set him up is categorically untrue from A to Z. I pray he gets the help he needs, and I believe that it is behind it is him behind all of these stories to distract from his own failure to get help. Wow, so his own brother, co-founder of, of his company, obviously a very sick man. His remorse and apologies to his victims are hollow. He is a world-class liar. Wow. From his brother. Wow. Which, all that's true. Right. All that's completely true. Um, So, you know, we're getting different uh, levels of what a sicko this guy was. Because it started with, at least when I heard about it, it just sounded like typical, yeah, what a shock. Oh, knock me over with a feather. Um, Casting couch stuff, as they say. He would hit on young actresses, and they would have sex with them because they thought they could get ahead in Hollywood. It, and then it goes to, well, like this particular story. Well, yeah, but it goes through a lot of different stages. A lot of pressure. Classic, if you want to get ahead, you're going to harassment. Then it's sexual assault of the less severe kind, the grabbing of a breast, the grabbing of a butt, uninvited, et cetera, et cetera, and progresses right through rape, which allegedly he did several different times. And then plant gate, which we told you about earlier this morning. Right. Now, is this, um, I mean, this, this okay, is, this is, this is so similar to plant gate, but this is not plant gate where he, where he wanted to have sex with a woman. She wouldn't. And so he masturbated. And, and as I understand it, Sean, he finished in a potted plant. Yes. But that plant did get a five picture deal out of it. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Seth Meyers said, if you're eating at Harvey's house, Pass on the fresh basil, which is a little, little, there's no time for joking here. So if you corner somebody and whip it out and and masturbate in front of them, you're just a street flashing pervo needs to be locked up type. I mean, that. I mean, he's so far down the road from, okay, it's on women and they think they need to have sex with him. I mean, he's, he's, he's into mental institution territory. Right. Well, yeah, he's... And, you know, one's not more serious than the other, per se. But um, he needs to be behind... He he's, a, be he's a up. rapist, and he has got a bizarre sexual compulsion on top of that. I think that's I, why he's gone to Europe for the sex rehab, because no American sex rehab was good enough. I think that's why he's in Europe, because 
it is becoming more and more clear he needs to be locked up. Yeah, he has no intention of changing. Some sort of mental institution or jail. Right. So, so your theory earlier this morning was that he's on the lam. Right. And I'm beginning to be sympathetic to that view. I think you're probably right. So one of the things that's really annoys me about journalism lately, and, and you've heard me gripe about this, is that there is a trend for some reason. Somebody will, will say something. Maybe politician, sports star, a victim of Harvey Weinstein, whatever. They will say something, and the journalist writing the story will characterize what they said and throw in a phrase in quotes and then another little phrase in quotes. Then when you actually see the quote, it is so much more direct, so much colorful, more colorful, more vivid, more heartfelt, more interesting, more Everything. And the idea that I need some 26-year-old deputy assistant editor characterizing those words for me as opposed to just telling me what was said makes me absolutely crazy. And so I hesitate to even share this story with you. I wish we could portray it. Do Harvey Weinstein Pervo Theater for you because of the directness of the theater experience. You don't hear, and then Hamlet said something about, you know, to be or not to be, you know, whatever. Um, No, you hear him saying it. But the best we've got is relating this story to you. Um, But you have to use the powers of your imagination. This is television reporter Lauren Sivan. Sivan. Uh, She looks like all TV reporters. She looks like a bikini model. Um, a, 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 A gorgeous, busty beauty which is, are the only people who can tell you the news these days for some reason. But um, She, like so many people now, that it's safe or breaking, and this is not a criticism, I, I understand. you don't. Not everybody wants to spend the next five years of their lives in a legal battle with Harvey Weinstein. But now that this is coming out, she is talking about what happened to her. She was on Megyn Kelly today, uh, which... Uh, means that at least one person was watching Megyn Kelly, uh, the guest. She's <laughs> desperate to get her ratings up. Yeah. Um, so here's what happened to her. This was a few years back. She met Weinstein at a party at a New York restaurant, because that's where he's actually based out of. Uh, he was an investor in this restaurant. She was an anchor for News 12 Long Island. Long Island. Presently, she's uh, an anchor for Fox KTTV in Los Angeles. So, it's a, it's a high profile. Only the uh, the the rich and beautiful are, are uh, invited to this opening thing. She's happy to be there. Feels honored um, as a, a hot hot news anchor. Um, yeah, you'd feel like your career is definitely on the right track. Yeah, you're on the list. You're on the A list. So Weinstein lured her to the restaurant's kitchen. Said, "Here, let me show you around the kitchen." Tried to kiss her. When she said, oh, back off, creepo, he allegedly blocked her passage in a narrow corridor. And, you know, it's funny. I worked in a restaurant for years in high school and college, and I can picture kind of you got passageways from here to there to the back offices to the dishwashing area, whatever. And so he blocked her physically in a narrow corridor while he masturbated in front of her. Oh, my God. I just stood there dumbfounded, she said. I could not believe what I was witnessing. You, you, you wouldn't be able to compute. It would just you know, wouldn't. You couldn't believe it. You know what? It occurs to me. I'm doing what I said. Why don't we have the tape from this show? How incredibly twisted is this guy 
that one that he does it and two that thinks he can get away with it, although he has gotten away with it for a very long time. But that kind of guy needs to be locked up. Right. And in addition to thinking this is sick, this is twisted, this is threatening, because he's a very large man and, you know, she's a, a young woman. She recalled thinking that he was disgusting and kind of pathetic. Kind yeah. of. Oh, yeah. Um, then his big phony apology was the last straw, and she decided to come forward because, uh, like David Weinstein, she believes his remorse is completely phony. Um, so, and then she, she talks a little more about... Um, after she rejected the kiss, Weinstein told her, well, let's just stand there and be quiet. As he yanks it. Wow. And, Brought himself out. And and it was especially demeaning because they'd had a really interesting conversation 20 minutes earlier and thought they were getting to know each other. I felt so great and flattered by it. And then to be told, stand there and be quiet as he masturbated, negated any warm feelings. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, then, as most victims do, because this guy is good at victimizing women. He's made a career of it. She felt guilt and dismay, wondering if she'd sent him the wrong signals mm. of interest in him. There's that feeling of shame. Perhaps I did something to give him the wrong impression. Was lucky to uh, never have to work with him again. Now, listen, this is, I tell you what, and women especially, I think you're going to get this. This is how sick, in a kind of unique way, he is as a super powerful guy. So... He tries to kiss her, he traps her in a hallway, masturbates in front of her, tells her just stand there and be quiet. What happens the next day? He calls her at work and says, do you want to go out sometime? Wow. What is that? She told him, absolutely not, and hung up. What is that? What is that? (laughs) Does he think that she would like, you know, looking back on that whole trapping me masturbating in front of me thing yeah that was pretty cool I last night was that. fun I mean, what does he think happened well, well see that's where i mean if somebody is is that a power play of some sort <sighs> yeah like well I've, yes in part is that a, i'm so not bothered by what happened i'm just gonna pretend it didn't happen is that what it is it's i can just act like this didn't happen well, I'm not calling to apologize. I'm not going to pretend it didn't happen. Well, like I was uh, trying to say, I think this takes the guy to a new level of sick. He either feels so powerful and entitled that, well, she'll just overlook that because she'd better. But I think more likely is he doesn't even know who's, how sick he is. I, I can't figure out which or, one or it maybe is. maybe he has, like, he blacks out, maybe. Which one do you think it is? Is it just... The incredible hubris he has? Or does he not realize how perverse that is? I think it's an indicator of how commonplace this is for him. Good Lord. This is a day, like, maybe not dead, but this is just something that he is so used to, it doesn't strike him as being out of the realm. And I have to go back to this. How many times has he done that in front of a woman, and she's okay with it, and she does go out with him? I mean, Marsha was telling Hoping me about... for a picture, Dale. Yeah, All Mar- her dreams coming true. I shouldn't say this, but Mar- Marshall and I were talking about Hollywood, and he's got some experience running around Hollywood, and he said, there's a lot of women in Hollywood that will do practically anything yeah. well, to remember, get into show business. Remember what Donald Trump actually told Billy Bush, which was lost in the virtue signaling, that if you're a rich guy or a celebrity and you're out late at night in New York... You can grab a woman by her yoo-hoo, and they don't object. 
He wasn't saying, you know, I like to do this, or here's how I greet women, (laughs) or instead of shaking hands, this is what I do. He was talking about New York club girls. Well, some of them don't object because they're scared to death. Well, or shocked or outraged. I am absolutely not justifying it. But, you know, having said that, and I've read enough about the New York club scene in the 70s and 80s to believe it, um, you're right. There are plenty of women in Hollywood who think, yeah, he's a perv, but what are you going to do? It's part of the game. I don't have any idea. I've never run in those circles, and I've never been uh, rich and powerful enough to know. But I don't know if he if he acts like that in half the time women are okay with it, or one out of ten times, or... You know, I don't have any idea. I'm not buying positive Sean's theory that it was so routine for him, he forgot that it was aberrant. It's not that he forgot, it's he's just numb to it. Well, right. I will go with this thought, though. I mean, at some point, if you never get any negative feedback right. from an action... Guess this isn't but, so but bad. I guess, I don't know. I'm a different guy than Harvey Weinstein, obviously. But, you know, if you want to, something different, some sort of perverse and aberrant act, it would take me a very, very long time before uh, I, like, forgot it was aberrant. Or, or I, got, like, I mean, come on, he had to know, I can do this because they won't object because I'm so rich and powerful. I've got, like, twice in my life of trying to kiss a girl that I thought wanted to be kissed, right. and I'm still horrified when I think about it. Right, because <laughs> you mean... then trapped him in a hallway and masturbated in front of him. <laughs> no, but because we were doing all, like, the regular, went out on a date, all this sort of stuff, and I thought it'd be okay. And they did, and I'm still horrified when I think about it. It was, like, 30 years ago. Wow. So to be able to do what he did and not be bothered by it, I just I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Or... Also, predators understand human psyche and power in a way that most of us don't understand. There might be something going on with that phone call the next day that is a power move I don't get. He is clearly a psychopath. We were talking about psychopathy the other day. There's a guy who sent us an email, an angry email. It's not psychopathy. It's psychopathy. I think you're a... I think... You know what I think you are? A (laughs) psychopath. Anyway... He is the typical predatory CEO psychopath. He has no compassion for anybody. He has no need for anybody's needs but his own. He's a classic psychopath. Mm. And his brother, David, saying my brother, Bob, I call him David, have since we were kids. His brother, Bob, my brother, Harvey, is obviously a very sick man. His remorse and apologies to the victims of his abuse are hollow. Um... He said he'd go away for help, is yet to do so. He's proven himself to be a world-class liar. Now, rather than seeking help, he's looking to blame others. He is a classic textbook psychopath. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still thinking that some sort of power move to call the next day and act like it, nothing happened. I don't know. I'll have to see if anybody knows more about that. Yeah, the problem with uh, crazy... And mental health professionals would echo this, I think. The problem with crazy is it's crazy. It's difficult to explain logically because it makes its own internal sense, but the rest of us are confused by it. Somebody texted, for her, it was the worst day of her life. For him, it was Tuesday. That seems to be the case. Well said, my friend. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Maybe you guys should uh, get a sense of humor and try it sometime. That's a new clip we may drop into the intro of the show or someplace. That's uh, Huckabee Sanders there from the podium. 
when the president said he wanted to do an IQ test with Tillerson, she said this about it. Maybe you guys should uh, get a sense of humor and try it sometime. She says it was a joke. It was a joke. That was on the press's fourth or fifth kind of circle back to that topic uh, when she was doing the open question stuff. And yeah, she would just, all right. Our, our nation's media, and, and the POTUS is partly at fault. I absolutely will grant you that. The nation's media has become TMZ. Oh, yeah, it's all about who called what does who and who said this. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. I've been hearing for years that that Washington is a big big high school, and and I believe it. I absolutely believe it. It it just runs on gossip and and who's in, who's out, and and you want to be the prom queen. Everybody wants to be a cheerleader, and everybody wants to be on TV and, and hang out with the powerful, and the journalists compromise their ethics to, you know, get in. It's just a, yeah, yeah. It's just a cesspool. The idea that we all look to that for our government and and the federal government ought to be in charge of everything. God, take a look at it. Somebody, Sick. somebody asked Trump himself though yesterday, "Were you trying to undermine Tillerson?" He said, "I don't undermine people. I don't do that." Well, except when you do, which I thought was interesting. Washington D.C. is like as if Harvey Weinstein became a city. Would it be easier to get the press fired up because... That could make the book of quotes. That's, That's my good. only life's goal. I have only one goal. <laughs> I know. To make some sort of book of quotations. Um, if you got a breaking story of, uh, I don't know, Mattis called Trump a moron or major change in our policy toward North Korea regarding the newts, way more interest in the moron story than the actual policy story. Not even not, close. Not even close. Not even close. Effing moron. Wow, I wonder if he said that. I wonder, too. He hasn't denied it. Did you, uh, did somebody say that Facebook is down? Or it's not functioning in Instagram? And is this a Russian attack? Well, we're getting, What's happening? Yeah, we're getting various reports that, uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram are both down in what various people, locations what, around the country. What are people going to do at work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do need to, I think yeah. we should tweet my, my quote. Uh, I'll get... Together with our crack smoking staff, and uh, and 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 I'll get the wording right because that could go viral. That's that's what it's all about these days. Uh, Marshall Phillips has just shuffled out of the room for reasons that are not clear to any of us. He's wandered off. Wandered off. He's wandered off. It's the first time that's happened where Marshall just wandered off. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. What was I going to say? I I had something to say. It seemed important at the time. You said Facebook was down, though? Yeah, yeah. Facebook and Instagram, I guess, are down, or is it Snapchat? Are they tied together in any way? No, I don't I, so, so. I can never so how remember they, who's just bought whom. So how, how would they both be down unless it was a, a Soviet <laughs> attack or something? <laughs> no, I think, doesn't Facebook own Instagram? Well, they may yes. have. Yes, yeah. I'm getting a yes. yes. But does that okay. connect yeah. them enough yeah. that they're, 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 they're tied together through the... The series of tubes that are the internet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tank, explain Bitcoin to us again. Um, I, I don't know. It depends what's caused all this. I don't know. Will this affect my MySpace account? It probably will. I would check it, Michael. <laughs> all right. And you have an update on the Las Vegas story, which is oh, gotten yeah. forgotten. You know what? That's right. I knew we were going to do something. This is short, and so let's do it yeah. now because I kind of want to get it out of the way because it's so damn grim. Um, we got a note... Let's see. I don't think there's any request for anonymity. Well, it's a, I'll just read you the note. The name is not important, but this person is absolutely credible. 
I was the lead district attorney investigator at the trial of Charles Eng in 1999. It was a serial murder case with his mate Leonard Lake in Calaveras County, California in 1984. It's believed they killed 25 people. Yeah, I remember that story. Though we went on went to trial on 12 victims. I remember that story very well. Absolutely grim. Um, well, I, I'll just finish the note, then, then uh, philosophize. During the trial, I kept looking at Charles Eng and wondered why he was involved in killing so many people. And this is a lead investigator, investigator keep in mind. My conclusion is he simply liked to kill. I like golf. My wife has her interests, as we all do. His was killing people. Maybe that is the only explanation for the dude in Las Vegas. Wow, that is interesting. I really like to play the guitar. Why couldn't there be some people who really like to kill people? There are. Yeah. There really are. For no reason other than that. Yeah, so uh, thanks for sharing the, the insight from your grim, grim, but incredibly important job. So, How, how do you keep that like uh, suppressed until you're 60-some years old? That's an interesting question. Um, if indeed he did, I haven't heard so much as a sniff that there and, were any crimes he'd committed earlier in his life. Yeah, and there, there's also the, you don't have to get over, I don't have to get over any moral hurdles, ethical hurdles to play the guitar or for him to right. play golf or anything like that. Or, or practical. There's going to be no repercussion for you playing guitar. For me playing golf, there's laughter sometimes, but, <laughs> uh, that's the only repercussion, um, there is also the chance of a psychotic break or reaction to medication, as we talked about last week. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. Mm. Why? Because he likes the power of killing people. We may never get any more information on this. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Donald Trump wrapping up his warnings to the so-called fake news networks. Turns out now they're taking a knee at one major West Coast city council meetings. And you want to study the business of marijuana? Degree programs are cropping up around the country. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, I guess we've done all the Harvey Weinstein uh, material, so we didn't leave you any. Michael, you have anything to say? No, Mar- Marshall, you had mentioned uh, in Hollywood there were some women that were kind of loose. Yes, yes, there were. Yes, didn't you tell me that Greta Garbo would do anything? <laughs> see, uh, you see, look where this you see? went. Yeah, that was a That's long bad. way. That's a long way to get there. Oh. Yeah, we fell for gas on that joke. So, yeah. It's a long hey. way to Hawaii too, but it's great when you get there. <laughs> Come on! Come on! Oh. You're All listening right, to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Watch your back. Matt Damon said, this is the kind of sexual predator that keeps me up at night. So, okay. He's denying that he went to the New York Times with Russell Crowe and petitioned them to drop the story on Harvey. He did. He just doesn't recollect. His recollection is different than that. I have the story. Maybe I'll get to that. Maybe I won't. Hmm. But he uh, he doesn't. That's the wrong story. But I had it somewhere. But anyway, he, um, he denies going to bat for Harvey. On that whole thing. You know, you never know the famous. You don't. They work hard to craft an image. Uh, but Matt Damon does not strike me as a, a defender of rapists. And no. the, the keep me up at night thing, I believe that's connected to he's a father of four daughters. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. I want to give you a quick update. Wildfires burning across Northern California now have burned more than 120,000 acres. And that number could get a lot bigger today if the winds kick back up. 
You know, I was just looking at one of the smaller, quote-unquote smaller, well, they are smaller, wildfires. Mm -hmm. This one happened to be 1,660 acres, and and I thought, oh, okay, that's a small one. Then I thought, wait a minute, Joseph. I mean, if you've got an acre lot, that's a pretty damn good-sized yard, and 1,600 of those on fire, that's a giant fire. And then, of course, there are fires that are many, many times bigger than that. We've got uh, pretty much zero containment in the uh, northern part of the state. Meanwhile, the uh, cooler weather and the moist ocean air helping the firefighters gain ground against that wildfire that has burned more than a dozen square miles in Southern California. That fire is about 40% contained. They're saying they may get full containment by Saturday. And again, a lot of this depends on how the winds behave. The devil winds will really stir it up. Yeah, and tonight's supposed to be bad. That's nasty. President Trump is renewing his feud with NBC News, and this time he's raising the possibility of challenging broadcasting licensing for broadcast outlets. Trump tweeting this morning, quote, Fake NBC News made up a story I wanted a tenfold increase in our U.S. nuclear arsenal, pure fiction, made up to demean NBC equals CNN. (laughs) And then he went on to tweet with all of the fake news coming out of NBC and the networks. At what point is it appropriate to challenge their license? See, well, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> but I think the character characterization by NBC News is completely out of line. The idea that he had a bunch, as a, a guy new to government, new to military matters, had a bunch of smart people in a room and said, why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? Well, I'd like to do this. What would happen if we did this? Yeah, yeah. I don't see that as crazy. He asked questions. He didn't know. No, he didn't know. He's a hotelier. I don't know either. So what? Are we so are we only going to uh, elect people that know all of these things? Past presidents. It's the only possible choice. San Diego leaders aren't uh, commenting about a demonstration before the most recent city council meeting. Sixteen people came in. They took a knee yesterday while the Pledge of Allegiance was being recited before the meeting started. Those who carried out the protest said they did so to demonstrate support for former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick, the suspended ESPN anchor, and a local man who claims he was recently the victim of racial profiling. Kneeling protest was peaceful. There was no immediate comments about that demonstration from the city council members or any other members of the audience. Because I think a lot of us are at the rolling our eyes and moving on point. It's a true growth industry. With marijuana legal in parts of the U.S. for the first time, Northern Michigan University is offering a four-year degree on growing pot. Well, how do you not? The coursework includes chemistry, biology, horticulture, marketing, and finance. I know a lot of people that, in all kinds of different degrees, tie, degrees tied into the wine industry. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you with the or any you can growing get it any crap, brewing beer stuff yeah, like that? Right? Yeah. Why and, the heck wouldn't you have it for marijuana? And there are programs that offer marijuana certificates at places like Oaksterdam University, Cannabis College, and Humboldt Cannabis College, all in California. And they've got a teach. What's the difference between a uh, marijuana college and a marijuana university? Is it the accreditation? <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, it, it is. The it sports programs. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've also got your THC University, the Grow School, and Cloverleaf University in Denver. So they're popping up all over the country. I'm thinking your pot universities will not field a football team. <laughs> They'll have like an ultimate Frisbee team, a Frisbee <laughs> golf team, yeah, hacky sack, a regular golf team, hacky yeah, yeah. uh, sack team, hacky sack team, exactly. Yeah. All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Two things. We got this text. Greta Garbo is a lesbian, so that joke just doesn't work. <laughs> aye, aye, Works aye, for aye. me. <laughs>
And number two, the biggest news story in your life right now could be that Facebook is down, right? So. Indeed. How are you going to keep up on your, uh, you know, what your high school friends are doing? Call them. Or send your incredibly over-the-top, strongly stated political views to people who don't want them. What will you do? Somebody said there's a a thing up that says it's down for maintenance. You got to blow out the flues, or what do you got to do there? It's like when you go to the turlet, and they got the flag up there in the doorway. They got to refill the Facebook dispensers. (laughs) They're based in California. The entire state is on fire. I could see it being tied to that somehow. I suppose. Uh, The petering out coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Major breaking flavor news. Major breaking flavor news. Starbucks has just introduced the maple latte for autumn. It seems maple is poised to take on (laughs) pumpkin. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Maple will roundhouse kick pumpkin spice right out of the the, the conversation. Kick it right into pumpkins. USA Today with a front page article about how Big Maple (laughs) is taking a swing at pumpkin spice this autumn with a whole bunch of different products trying to take it down from its lofty perch. Dunkin' Donuts has offered some sort of a maple-flavored something. I love a good maple bar. That's your long, John. But instead of the chocolate icing, it's got the brown icing. Yeah, those are delicious. But I'm not mm. even talking about the donut. They're, they've got a maple pecan iced coffee uh, and a maple bacon thing. It's just, well, things maple change. Maple bacon. Things change. That sounds Pumpkin's, delicious. It yeah. does. Pumpkin spice wasn't always around, and it looks like from a whole bunch of different companies, Maple is a, a big and a big run. M&M's has got a new maple-flavored something or other. So, yeah, maple's in. I'm all about the maple. You know who uh, who has a lot of maple trees is Canada. It's time for a, never mind a war for oil. It's a war for maple. <laughs> Need to invade Canada and take their trees. Boy, here's an unforeseen downside of a good economy. They're having trouble getting qualified recruits for the Army. The economy mm. is so much better that they've had to lower the standards that they're willing to accept to let in recruits. And uh, for people, I don't know how you come up with this score, but for people with a score of a 10 to 30 points on the entrance exam, which is down toward the bottom, um, they were taking in 0.2% of those people. Now they're, or 0.2% of those people made up the Army recruits. Now it's 1.9%, so a 20 or a tenfold increase. So it's not necess- so it seems they have to take a certain number as opposed to there's a cutoff on the test. Yeah, yeah, you need a certain number, and to get that number, they're yeah. having to take a larger percentage of people with the low scores. Sure, yeah. How deep down do you have to dip? <clears throat> Interesting. I don't know what a score of ten means. I don't know if that means you're not as strong or not as smart or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. If you're just walking around, like that, I don't know. <laughs> left, left, right, left, right, right. You just fall on your face. Exactly. It's embarrassing. Uh, so you came close to enlisting. Did you take any tests or anything like that? Do you remember? I think I did. A laptitude test? Pretty sure I did take some sort of test, but I don't I don't recall. Mm. I got the radio bug. It happens. That's a pretty weird choice. I'm either going to join the Marines or become a disc jockey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who faces that choice in life? <laughs> so a couple of quick correspondence here. This is John without an H. I can respect that, J-O-N. Um, he mentions that uh, Mick Mulvaney, the director of uh, Office of Management and Budget or whatever, that OMB, 
is on several of them and was asked, you used to be a deficit hawk, and now you're saying we'll have to live with deficits. Why the change? And his answer was interesting, writes John. It's also, uh, you know, straight out of the A&G show. But he said he's come to realize that Washington is never going to cut spending, that it's just not politically popular enough for anybody to gut up and do it. Oh, wow. So he says the only way to cut our debt is by growth, which over time will bring in more money from taxes. I know Democrats poo-poo this theory, but many conservatives absolutely believe it. Well, so did John Kennedy, for God's sake. Well, there's no believe it or not believe it. I mean, if you increase the economy, you increase tax revenue. Now, maybe you can argue about cutting it and how much and blah, blah, blah. But But that first part, though, that is really interesting. Mulvaney is right. There's no political will to cut spending. Sad, to quote Trump, writes John. I'm both horrified by it and get it. It's horrifying. Well, it's what we've been saying forever. To to say to your family, look, we're clearly just going to max out our credit cards all the time and not ever look at spending less. So let's just take that off the table and figure out a way to make more money. We just need better jobs. Get more credit cards. Or more credit cards because we like spending money. Um, You know, that's a combination of depressing and just dealing with reality. He's right. There is no political will in the foreseeable future. To do anything about this. No, no. You have the tax and spend party and the spend party. So let's stop pretending. Dad's a crackhead. Mom's on the meth. Standing there in the kitchen shouting, we need to be more responsible, is a complete waste of breath. Hmm. I'm going to get something maple today. Just huh? a, a shot of syrup. Oh, can, yeah. Can yeah, syrup shots. Man, I was into the real maple syrup for a while. I thought I was being uh, cool and healthy. Then I looked at the label. It's kind of like one and a half times as much sugar as the log cabin junk. Yeah, it, although it, it's whether or not you believe there's a difference between real natural sugar and the stuff that they put in the, the bottles in a store. Yeah, I don't know. There's don't differing know. opinions on that. Mm. Uh, let's hear our guest announcer for the day. That was some good stuff there, like a squirrel chasing nut up an oak tree. Now we're going to listen to their final thoughts with Armstrong and Giddy and their friends. <laughs> That's interesting. That's like the guy from uh, Hank Hill. Yeah, like uh, King of the Hill, yeah. <laughs> King and of the Dale. Hill. Yeah. Dale. Or no, Just... I'm Boomhauer. Yes, yeah. Boomhauer. Hey, you hey, you got a little old host there. Here's your host. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? Well, Facebook can't be down everywhere. I just got a picture of somebody having lunch that I know, and they say, hey, <laughs> look at this. Great. Now you've seen their lunch. Wow, looks yes. as though you're lunching. Michelangelo, <laughs> your final thought. Uh, yeah, listeners, help me request George Foreman versus Steven Seagal. Call your cable operator, your satellite <laughs> provider, your casino, your boxing promoter. I want to see this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Can't wait. Positive Sean, do you have a final thought? Yeah, I saw the movie Blade Runner last night. Very good, very enjoyable. It's Oscar buzz. I don't think is worthy outside of any sort of technical award. Two best things about the movie cinematography is absolutely beautiful and the jackets. I want every jacket from that movie. They were amazing. Wow, that's just slightly gay. Jack, your final thought. I'm jumping on the maple bandwagon right away. I'm going to stop on the way home by pure maple. I'm going to set up a little stand like a lemonade stand where I sell maple shots. <laughs> Hopefully everybody knows it is the hip thing. Yeah. We'll have a big pumpkin spice sign with a red line through it. Can you get a like a theatrical beard from a costume store? Is it a hipster thing? I don't know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's time. Maybe lose the beard. Maybe clean shaven is the new beard. Uh, my final thought is, hey, uh, ladies. Well, and gentlemen, 
Give us your Harvey Weinstein moment. Not Harvey himself, but the the supervisor, the magnate, the CEO, the casting director. And what they said to you, what they did, what you had to put up with. We've already gotten a few. We'd love to get a few more. Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo.com is the email address. Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo.com. Yeah, it doesn't have to go to full-on pleasuring into a plant material, but just a... For instance. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Got a lot of good clicks for you. Dramatic video of the fire. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye.